Welcome to the 29th episode of the Hardwired Hockey Podcast featuring your host Matthew Sheridan and I am Tyler Prosik. Um, we are back after a little uh, break there because you know we're watching a cup final and you know interesting things in the NHL uh, moving forward but we're going to come back now and talk about all of it. So today we're going to be covering our thoughts on the final, um, some offseason uh, discussions uh, going on early already um, and, and basically what's next for, for us this summer. Um, so firstly, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning on winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. And uh, secondly, Matt, what's up? Uh, nothing much. Uh, to, the, to the probably a few listeners we have, uh, I fractured my arm, so that's fun. I've been in a cast for the last two weeks. But going to the fracture clinic this Thursday, hoping to get it off. I, I can move my wrists and stuff and I can fully use it, but it's it's been tough because um, I, for one, along with a lot of other people, probably love driving and um, I haven't been able to drive in two weeks. I know that seems like a small thing, but especially during the summer, it's, it's tough to go hang out with friends when you can't drive. So um, yeah, just just happy that it's, hopefully going to come off soon. And um, yeah, I think I'm, it sucks. This seems like this summer has gone by way too fast. It's, it's, it, it's tough because um, I don't want to think about school. <laughs> no one wants to think about it, but yeah. I seem to be rambling on a bit here, but I'm doing good. And I'm excited to talk about hockey, especially with everything that's coming up over the next few weeks. Yeah. We have a lot of interesting things coming up. Um, so, I mean, for me, uh, the cup final, after game one, for me, it was done. I was like, if Montreal doesn't get the jump on them, series is over. That's exactly what happened. Tampa won, and then they just took it from there. And there's not much Montreal could have done uh, from that. I mean, Tampa was the better team. And what I thought most interesting about the cup final is what John Cooper said of how that group is not going to be together next year. Um, I thought that was really interesting. So they all know most of them are not going to be there uh, come come the start of the season. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting. But, um, I mean, I don't really have much to say other than Tampa just dominated and there's not much else about the series you can talk about. Vassy was insane, like he was the whole playoffs. Um, but, yeah, that's really all I have to say about the final. Matt, any thoughts on the cup final? Yeah, um, I believe the last time we, we talked or – our last episode the, the cup final hadn't even started yet. So um, I think it was, first of all, I, as much as I, I hate the Montreal Canadiens, uh, congratulations to them on reaching the cup final, no easy feat. Um, I've been pestering my friends over the past few days because they did lose. Ultimately everyone hits the golf course except for the winners. So um, it's, again, it, it's impressive um, as the only, the only guy who I would have liked to have seen win the cup is Carey Price. I've always really liked him. Um, I've said it before. Um, but yeah, I'm extremely happy that Tampa Bay won because, like I've mentioned before, they're one of my favorite teams. And I just think they play such a good brand of hockey. Uh, they, they're so skilled and fast, and they just know how to move the puck up the ice. Their transition game is so impressive to watch. And it, it's a lot of fun to see a team rolling on all cylinders especially when you see like a guy like Ross Colton score the, the Stanley Cup winning goals. So 
Um, like you mentioned, um, this team is not going to be able to, to stick together. That was already known well beyond, uh, well before the season started with um, them being $18 million over the cap. That's not going to be feasible next year, especially with a, a healthy Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Blake Coleman's going to get paid somewhere. Uh, I think Dallas is probably his most likely destination, but um, Barkley Goudreau is going to be gone. Uh, they're not going to be able to uh, re-sign him. Pat Maroon's probably gone. And uh, along with probably uh, a few other players. So I think it's all worth it to them. They won two cups. Um, and they still probably have a few years of contention. This team is probably the strongest they'll get, just considering uh, they were able to use the money that Kucherov uh, would have taken up on the cap space to sign other players. And they got him back for the playoffs. Um, but yeah. Vasilevsky is incredible. Um, five series clinching uh, shutouts, which is insane. Um, I was curious to see who would win the con who would win the con Smythe between him and Kudrov. I was leaning towards Vasilevsky just because of how um, well he was playing, but uh, Kudrov put up Gretzky-esque numbers. So um, just all around such an impressive run. It, I. I I'm one who kind of tends to agree that this was one of the more boring playoffs uh, Stanley Cup finals in the past few years, just because it was, in my opinion, really one-sided on Tampa's part. Uh, Carey Price did struggle this series. I think he had like an 877 through like two or three games. That was the last time I checked. Um, but yeah, I I think it's it's going to be an interesting um, storyline to watch heading into the offseason because um, Montreal fans see this cup run and think, oh yeah, we're so close to contention. But in reality, yes, they what they were able to accomplish in the playoffs is extremely impressive. But the last two seasons, 2019-20, they weren't even in, they weren't even close to making the playoffs. The qualifiers roll around. So I think it was the top 24 teams, if I'm not mistaken, who got a chance to play. They ended up beating the Pittsburgh Penguins, which was um which was crazy because no one expected it. But again, they got into the first round of the playoffs. And then this past season, because they were in the North, because they were in the North division and they finished fourth, that's how they qualified. But in reality, they finished 18th in the standings, I believe. So um, I think given if we're returning to a normal Atlantic division, we've got the Florida Panthers who are really good up and coming team, the Leafs who always have found a, a lot of regular season success over the past few years, but haven't been able to put it together in the playoffs, but it's still a really good team. Um, you've got the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, who coming off of back-to-back -back cup wins, they're going to be really solid, although they lose some key players, like we just mentioned. And you've got the Boston Bruins who are always good. So I really don't think they're going to be better than any of those four teams. So I think it, it, it might come as a shock. You, you saw it with Dallas, they made the cup final last year and they didn't even make the playoffs this year. It'll probably be a similar thing to Montreal. Um, but yeah, overall really, uh, I'm, it's, I'm sad that hockey's over. Um, I wish the Leafs would have made a deeper run as with um, anyone with their favorite team, but there always comes a point where I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm, I'm a draft buff. I love the NHL draft. So I'm always excited when the Stanley cup finals are over because that means it's closer to the draft. So um, I'm excited for it. I, I love the expansion draft in 2017. We were, we're extremely lucky that we get to see two expansion drafts kind of close together because uh it's a lot of fun and it, it doesn't normally happen. We went what, 20 years without any team or something like that. So mm. 
yeah, really excited for everything. And uh, kudos to kudos and congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning on winning the cup. It was in a really impressive run. Yeah, there's so, so, so much happening in the next month, like, like you said. Um, I'm sure, I mean, with uh, with the, what's it called? Um, expansion draft uh, coming up so soon. I think it's, what, in like two weeks or something like that? Um, yeah, it's, I, I think it's next, I think it's next week. I think it's next Wednesday. Yeah, because I think the 17th is the day yeah, you need to have, have to submit the team. Yeah. I think the 18th or the 17th or the 18th is when the teams have to submit their their selections or who they're going to protect. Yeah. And then the, I think the 21st is the expansion draft and the 23rd is the draft, the NHL draft. Yeah. So really, oh, really busy schedule. Um, I think you and I will literally dedicate a whole episode to talking about Seattle and what they did um and, and just who who maybe made a mistake um in the expansion draft and things like that um but like as of right now like this this episode is kind of just an update of what's coming up next really um so i don't expect it to be too much longer honestly um but yeah like we're gonna be you know we'll talk about seattle we'll talk about um uh what's it called the draft and then you know as free agency rolls around we'll talk about that and then uh, we'll take a little um, probably a couple weeks break up until school starts and then the preseason's back and we'll be back as well so that's really what i see um for the podcast but you know we'll take it week by week and see what's up yeah um, um i don't know if you just saw but sarah frank saravalli just tweeted uh the duncan keith whip has been traded to the oilers in exchange for defenseman caleb jones and the mid-round pick a third or fourth round so holy that's uh that's quite the haul for the Blackhawks, to be honest with you. If you yeah. want to go first and I, I can go second. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I'm just seeing that now. Um, I think this is an awful idea for Edmonton. Um, Keith is way past his prime. And um, I really don't – like Caleb Jones, from what I know, is a pretty like a pretty decent defenseman, and obviously he's young. Um, and then a mid-round pick is – Nowadays, with how good scouting is, it's a pretty like it's a decent pick. Um, I would have expected him to be traded for a pick, and that's it, maybe a third. Um, so that kind of surprises me. Um, I, yeah, that's wow. Uh, I really, really did not see that coming. I knew Edmonton had interest, but I didn't know it was that far along. Yeah, I think just reading reactions on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you there. I thought Duncan Keith for a, a, maybe a third or a fourth would have made sense. You, Duncan Keith's contract, uh, Blackhawks were clear they weren't retaining any salary. They did not want to do that. If they had retained, let's say 50%, then maybe Caleb Jones and a, and a third would make sense. But at this point, I, I understand some Blackhawks fans, I've seen it all over Twitter, they're saying Duncan Keith is still a very solid player and it's because of the matchups he's been playing that he has such poor analytical uh, stats. But at the same point, he's 37 years old. He's not the player he used to be. So mm-hmm. I think he can still provide value for a team. Don't get me wrong. Like this is uh, one of the top 100 players of all time. I believe he was named, uh, I forget at what winter classic, but when they announced the top 100 players, I think he was included there. So a, a hall of famer for sure. But at the same time, I don't 
Caleb Jones, like you mentioned, is a, a, a solid young defenseman. I think he still has some promise to his game. Um, I believe he was a second round pick. I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't have the exact, I don't have his profile in front of me, so I could be wrong, but yeah, I think that's a really, really solid haul for the Blackhawks. They got a young defenseman, like I mentioned, and a pick and is it, I'm not sure if it's even, yeah, they haven't announced the pick in what year yet. So still could be could be next year could be this year but overall i think duncan keith is a guy who the others have so many like there's so many young younger uh ufas in this year's draft and i don't uh not in this year's draft in this year's off season in this year's free agency my bad um that i don't understand why you're going out and getting a 37 year old defenseman so mm-hmm. i don't know i might i might bite my tongue in a few weeks or I mean a few months uh, when he does suit up for the Oilers but I don't know this just seems like a pretty questionable move on the Oilers part and a pretty solid move on the Blackhawks part yeah um on another note this is a uh, baseball but um Shohei Otani the two-way um super mega insane star uh is pitching the opening He's opening for the AL in the All-Star game, and he's also batting leadoff and hitting DH. Um, the American League lineup got released. Uh, if, for those who don't know, I'm a huge Jays fan uh, and baseball in general. But um, the lineup goes Shohei Otani, DH, Vladdy batting second, uh, first base, Alexander Bogarts playing shortstop, uh, Aaron Judge, right field, Devers, third base, Simeon, second base, Salvador Perez catching, uh, and then Teoscar Hernandez in left field and Cedric Mullins in center field. So that's a pretty insane lineup. And Shohei Otani is just absolutely insane. Um, that The lineups just got released. And the home run derbies tonight, I'm thinking of putting a little bit of money on the biggest underdog. And uh, uh, hopefully I'll cash in. But anyways, before we wrap it up, uh, I did want to mention, uh, apparently Kirill Kaprizov rejected an eight-year deal at $9 million per year. Um, I saw that uh, Michael Russo um, tweeted that today. Um, what do you think about that? I think for me, I'd take that deal in an instant. I, I understand he wants a shorter deal because he's older. He's like 24 or 25 or whatever it is. Um, but if I'm him, I, I'd take the eight years, nine million a year. Um, that's up there with some of the best players in the league. Um, but yeah, what do you think about what do you think about that? Yeah, I think um, I understand where he's coming from, to be honest with you, because uh, like you mentioned, he's older. He's on the older side, 25. Again, he's still a young player. But in terms of him wanting a bridge deal, I I understand because he wants to maximize his value, which is a smart tactic by the player and the agent. Yeah. Um, He, I think, wants to stay in Minnesota. I think he loves playing there. Um, he, I think he's fine with the AAV, like he'd be happy with it. But if he could sign like a three or four year deal with a $9 million AAV, then that's more, um, then that's, I think that's more his cup of tea, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think if he could hit UFA uh, status, I believe, I'm not really uh, sure, but I do believe he would be a UFA um at like 28 or 29 Mm -hmm. and still like if you can put up numbers like he did this season and continue to do that for the next few years which i believe he will be doing 
Um, I think he'll like if the salary cap does end up going up, it's going to be um, he's going to cash out at like eleven mil in the, in the next few years. Yeah. So if the it would be incredibly smart if the, the Wild could get him to eight by nine because uh, with the salary cap, I again with the pandemic, it's tough to tell what the salary cap it will be in a few years. Um, it's a lot of money right now. Nine million dollars is more money now than it was a few years ago. Um, yeah, I think if they could get him to sign that contract uh, to put his name on the dotted line, that'd be in- incredible because this is this is a guy who's completely came, come in and turned the fa- like the way the franchise has looked. He's completely turned it around. Like he is their best player. It's he's so fantastic to watch. He's so much fun to watch, and I think. I, I just think this needs to, they still have a long time to go before the, the season gets started, but yeah. I just really don't want him to see him sign back in Russia. Cause I don't think he has anything left to prove. He's not going to get that money in Russia. And uh, I just want to see him uh, in a Minnesota wild uniform next year, but yeah, interesting to see. It, it will be interesting to see what, what transpires because they've still got to sign Kevin Fiala as well, who, I saw a few days ago wants 8 million plus on his contract. And I don't think he's worth that to be honest with like, he's, he's been absolutely incredible these past two seasons. Um, But he wasn't that type of player when he got traded from Nashville. Like he got traded uh, for, I believe was it Mikhail Granlin or something. I'm not entirely sure, but it was a deal that was kind of like Kevin Fiala was not the player. He was a few like this year and last year. Yeah. Yeah. Mikhail Granlund. So again, I would I would give the money to uh, Caprizov before I do Fiala, but again, it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, there's a, a definitely a lot going on, and we will be here with all of it, talking about all of it because it's awesome and super fun. And in better news, I will be done school in two and a half weeks, um, so I finally get my summer. Um, this you, you earlier you said the summer's gone by so fast for me it's taken so long to get to this point um, because of school um, but I'm almost done one of my I'm almost done one of my classes basically just have economics which I hate so much but I'll get through it so it's fine I uh, just have to pass and then it's good enough for me um, so unless uh, you have anything else to talk about um We'll be back soon with a ton of stuff going on in the NHL uh, with offseason getting underway and Matt joining uh, my sim league, uh, which is going to be awesome. I'm excited to have him there too. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's going to do us do it for us this week. Thank you for joining us and uh, follow us on Twitter at hockey underscore wire pod. Let us know what you think about the episode. Uh, Matt, where can the people find you and what do you got going on? Yeah. Um... Again, just wanted to point out, of course, this week is shorter because, again, not a lot going on right now, just in terms of offseason. It just started. Um, but over the next few weeks, be sure, because there will be a lot. I think the expansion draft one will probably be one of our longest episodes yet. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about the draft as well. So, um, yeah, with me, um, I can't really type right now because of my arm. So uh, our draft... Uh, our draft guide, of course, came out at FC a, a few weeks ago. Oh, in my opinion, the best draft guide out there. Go and make sure if you're interested in the NHL draft. It's it's only $10, which is a lot cheaper than it usually is. So 
Um, if you want um, 300 prospects, a uh, profile on all of them. Uh, if you're in like a sim league, uh, if you need the, the info on your, your prospects, especially going into the deeper rounds, I could not recommend that uh, more. But yeah, um, I haven't put out any prospect or scouting reports lately just because the 2021 draft is kind of done. Uh, it's, it's just, we're waiting for the draft to start. But um, as soon as that's done, um, I'm going to try and get some 2022 reports. So Shane Wright, those guys. So be sure to look out for that and maybe get some uh, prospect profiles done over the next few days for the hockey writer. But other than that, um, we are, we're doing a mock draft at FC, which should be really released on Sunday. So be sure to check that out. But what about you, Tyler? Where can the people find you? Yeah, you, um, you all know my Twitter and my Instagram by now if you're listening to this. Um, I feel like almost 30 episodes in. If you're listening to this, you've been listening to almost every episode because you enjoy it. And we do get like a, a few listeners um, at least um, each week. So you guys know where to find me or girls or anybody. You guys know where to find me. Um, and uh, for stuff going on, uh, CFL starting soon. So OTL is covering all that. Um, they'll have, you know, NHL work coverage. They've been covering them. NBA playoffs doing a great job there. Uh, they did a great job of uh, covering the Euros. Congrats to Italy. Um, we all know that your fan base is biased as hell. Um, um, but uh, yeah, baseball stuff, always, you know, check out OTL. Um, you can find anything and everything there on all, pretty much any sport you can think of. We cover it. Um, so yeah, please uh, feel free to go check that out. Um, and I think, that, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. So thanks again for joining us and we will talk to you next time.